Well, you say sometimes reality TV is scripted. <laughs> so I want to know what kind of script would you be doing if you could plot what was happening? Welcome to Reality Revelations with Mark and Jasmine. I'm Mark Drum. And I'm Jasmine Lachey, where we discuss our revelations of reality TV. Happy Monday, Jasmine. Happy Monday, baby. Let's get into it. Okay. So after 10 long years of trying to get on the game, how do you feel Daniel has been doing? Do you, Would you feel the same as how he's feeling? You're a loser. You're a loser. <laughs> Honestly, it gave me so much joy to watch him have a moment where he had to talk himself out of really just giving up. I feel like the game has been too easy for him thus far. And I love the fact that he had to lose it for, I love that he is the pivotal player and the reason why he's so miserable right now. For 10 years, yeah, dude, I don't know. You're, it, it ain't over till it's over. He's living a dream, living a goal right now. So I'll say, yes, I might feel the same since this was a goal of his for 10 years, but I also don't care how he feels. So, mm-hmm. There's that. Well, is Daniel alone in this game now or does he have anybody in this house? Here's the thing about this whole alone or alliance situation. He was always alone in the game. And so that's the thing that I feel like right now he's having this this moment, this temper tantrum or whatever. I feel like that's that's him losing sight of that and him thinking this was going to be easy. And now he's mad because he has to actually play the game on hard instead of on easy. It's a lot easier to get a gang of people to gang up on one person when there's a bunch of people. But when there's, when the numbers are starting to, you know, to dwindle, yeah, it becomes a a one man, one woman show kind of thing where you can't really have too many friendships because eventually somebody's gonna have to go. So yeah, he's alone in the game, but that was never not the case. So... He needs to stop being a baby and get over it. What else can Daniel do to stay in the game? He needs to put that 10 year waiting period to good use and use what he's learned. He needs to talk game because at the end of the day, he's the only one left of the anti-Taylor power players. It's just him. There are other people who don't like Taylor. Indy, I'm looking at you, chump. Mm -hmm. But I said power players. So there's also that. So I feel like- I'm surprised you didn't even mention Jasmine. I Listen- (laughs) <laughs> she forgot won an she was even there she won forgot an she was even, so you I forgot say she she's a power even, player you could but she also doesn't really play now she's only there because she doesn't have to win hoh because her social game is good enough so she's at this point one of the weakest players so <laughs> who so that hoh was great for you boo boo but also congratulations you played yourself so mm. With that being said, I think Daniel needs to start talking game better instead of being a crybaby. So should Kyle be nervous with Daniel's emotional reactions that they could be on the block? Yeah, that's his festy bestie. And if he's the target, that means that Kyle has to go along. Well, speaking of targets, mm-hmm. Daniel wants to know what's there to hide in this house. Why can't he just find out the truth about what happened from the eviction on Thursday night? That's the part that kind of kills me, nothing happened. Like he wants to know what happened. He wants to know that, like, you know what happened. Eight other people decided they wanted her gone. You were there, you saw it. You were the person who voted. 
I don't know what to tell you. It was nine. Yes, but he's... A vote to nine to one. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. My bad. My bad, my bad, my bad. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine other people. Nine other people voted to get rid of her. This is him being a sore loser. So could you consider a sore winner being the lady who is our queen sitting at the stairs eating some potato chips, which I'm pretty sure she should just get sponsored by Lay's. Period. Watching the downfall of Daniel. No, that's called minding your business and eating your food. That's exactly what she should have done because here's the thing. Daniel has done nothing but target Taylor. She has no reason to do anything but sit back, relax, and live her life. That's it. That's all she's got to do. No, that's mama doing exactly what she should have eat. Mm-hmm. Eating those chips, snacking, mm-hmm. enjoying the view, the front seat yep. of the mess that Daniel's unfolding. Yeah. So we finally get into the HOH competition, which it seems to be a trend now where they just want to keep us on a cliffhanger until Sunday's episode of who's going to be this HOH. But really, they could have fit this part into Thursday's episode and just not shown us that showmance. That would have saved us some time. They're trying to make us watch. That's why. Sure. Or have (laughs) us subscribe to the live feeds. Yeah. But... What did you think of the dog park theme competition? I love how shady the creators of this game were. <laughs> oh, you mean yes. by you seeing yes, Amira by and Pooch again? Pooch and Amira. <laughs> did you miss seeing them and having them back? No. Oh, not at all. <laughs> not at all. How would your balance be in this competition? You know, I did think about that as I was watching it. I think I would do probably as well as anybody else did. I think it would be fairly decent, although the falling, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like the falling was unnecessary. I feel like they, for for the, <laughs> for the balance to have mattered as much, it's because everybody was going too slow. You know what I mean? That's the too slow, but also once they picked up the pace, it was only once they already started over, I guess, waiting or balance or whatever. They're putting too much one way. So by the time they were already picking up speed, they had already moved too wrong. So I think the person who did it the best is the person who won. But I feel like the technique there was instead of just heading for it, taking the minute to like use the other balance part to get started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would have done since, let me see, Michael was first. Daniel. No, Daniel was first and then Michael was second yeah mm-hmm. something like that yeah once i saw michael go i would have done like the fact that anybody tried to choose a different route to me was stupid the audience sees the routes the house guests don't see it until they compete yes but what i'm saying is is that okay do they know what the what the best time is yeah like, they see they okay, saw the best okay. time and okay. they got to see so, the course right before Exactly. So everyone should have been choosing the shortest route is my point. There was no reason. Once you see what the time is and then you see what what your options are, there was no reason to take the long route for anybody. Well, Kyle took kind of the long route and he almost made it in time to be. Well, Kyle has long legs and he did have that to an advantage. However, comma, that was stupid because had he done that, 
going the short way, then he probably stood a chance of being able to fall off and get back on in time to win. Also, I don't even know why Jasmine attempted to participate in this year's competition. What 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 was the point? Where was we? Why? Oh, so you wanted her to have more airtime to be like, I'm choosing not no. to be a part of this competition because of my foot. Yeah, that would have been better than watching her attempt to go across it, but not even really attempt to go across it. Nah, it was more funny how she did it, especially with the diary room kid thing. It's like, I want to win this HOA. If you wanted to really win this HOH, you would have done better. It was like as soon as she was done saying, I want to win HOH, she was uh, Yep, on. and then time's <laughs> out. <laughs> yup. Were you surprised with anyone in the competition and how they did? I would have been great at this competition because I have small feet and I can move quickly. And I know I definitely would have taken that shortest route and also would have assessed it. But I'd also make sure, like, somehow, if I had to not touch the ground, I would practice on my handstands or my balancing to ensure... I was going to say, you're a dancer, too, though. You just... There's there's just so many things about it that you already understand. Mm -hmm. And maybe... And, like, I was thinking about it from, like, an aerialist point of view, where, yeah, I could have... I, I would have tried, but I would have taken the shortest route every time. And I would have probably done a side gallop across it, if I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. I don't think everyone was trying to do it heel-toe, heel-toe. Why? I would have side galloped across that... <laughs> Were you surprised with anyone in the competition and how they did? Not really. Like I had to think about everyone who participated and how they did and not really. I expected Taylor to do fairly well, which she did. I mean, she got far enough to the point where she was able to fall and restart. That shows how quickly she was going. But as far as being surprised at how it turned out with Michael winning, nah. Michael's been killing the game. <laughs> Michael, Michael's been Michael's been killing these comps and vetoes and whatever else is. So I'm not surprised. And, and from here on out, whatever Michael wins, I will not be surprised. Mm, sounds like you're becoming a fan. I'm not, but I like how <laughs> I do like how Michael has played the game thus far. I feel like as far because I'm always rooting for an underdog. So I mean, as far as oh, you're rooting for the lawyer because he's the underdog, right? No, I was rooting for Taylor because they were making her an underdog. But no, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say if I could ignore the fact that he was a lawyer, I might be able to deal with Cat Dad. Mm. But we're not rooting for him, okay? Okay. Well, <laughs> one person I was surprised by was Jasmine actually competing. I'm weak. I thought she would just would have been like, I'm not going to do it. And then another person I was surprised by was how many times there's now a gif of Turner's of Turner busted. Oh, it's so fun to watch. But then when you watch Turner fall, you then yeah. see the reactions of all the house guests. Terrence does nothing. He just straight on. Terrence has to go. He's like, I'm tired of Terrence. Mm. I'm so tired of Terrence. Listen, I think <laughs> Terrence, something's wrong with Terrence. It's he doesn't react to anything. He doesn't react. It's like, and he's so easy to be like, oh man, that's great. Yeah, okay. Oh, you're going to kill him with this one. Like, I'm like, DJ Showtime, hold on now. That's his bus driver mentality. He hears so much or probably deals with so much as a bus driver. He's tuned everything out. But that's what I'm saying. I'm like, this man. No emotion. This man is a broken, this man is a broken man. And I. How is he broken? He is married and has children. As do I. Changes nothing about what I just said. <laughs> Anywho, Ter like the fact that Ter Terrence has very little emotion with much of anything, except for he's good at jovial, I think. So social. 
a social game. Yes, he's good at he's good at the social game. Yes, I don't know about as a person. I don't know about Terrence. Everybody else, I kind of get a feel for. Terrence, I he needs to go. Watch the live <laughs> feeds. You get a good representation of who Terrence is by watching those live feeds. Yes, I have watched some of the live feeds with Terrence, which is the other reason why I'm saying he's got to go. <laughs> the way the way he plays the sides as well as he does, like he is the ultimate floater in the just craziest way possible. Mm -hmm. Like nobody sees, that's why he keeps saying, I thought he was like kind of, I don't know, delusional. Every time he kept saying, DJ Showtime's going to do this. He's going to show you. He's going to even the, like every time he talked himself up, I thought he was delusional. What I realized is, is that he's talking about the end game. He's talking about the long game. He's talking about how he's going to be, in the final whatever and that's the show i this whole time i'm thinking he's i'm like okay maybe he's gonna do a thing then you see him flapping in a mermaid tail i think he's gonna do the thing and then you see he falls off doesn't i'm just like okay all right did you enjoy all the joke puns that monty had to say as the host and past HOH during this competition. Yeah, I liked I liked Monty as a host probably better than everybody else except for maybe Turner. I feel like they mm-hmm. gave just enough to make me feel like I cared enough about the rules. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like they they kept me engaged enough. It wasn't like Daniel in the beginning with the, you know, rudeness, tootness, cowboy in the wild, wild west. It wasn't that. I enjoyed, I enjoyed Monty for what he was. Well, as you stated, Michael has won this HOH. Yay! So that means Michael and his bestie, bestie Brittany are safe for the week. However, during the competition, Brittany was like, you know, I really got to compete and show that I have a game beyond Michael. Does she though? I too thought she needed to show that she has a game past Michael too. And she didn't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She didn't. She would be in danger. Molly, she would be, you'd be in danger, girl, because Michael is the best companion for getting out of a jam. Like at this point, he has shown that when it comes to winning a veto, this man knows how to win a veto. As far as pairing goes, Brittany, go ahead, coast girl. Go ahead and coast. You don't have to lie to us. We see you. It's cool. Play that social game, girl. Play that social game. Mm. So Kyle is now debating whether he should have won that competition and trying to save his flirt man, showman's, whatever situationship that he's in with Alyssa. Yeah, I was gonna say his situationship. So yeah. who should Kyle long-term be aligned with? His situationship or the alliance of the leftovers? Well, at this stage in the game, who's to say? Because the leftovers are about to be in a position where they're gonna have to, I mean, it can't be them forever. So they're about to be in a position where it's gonna be do or die. Honestly, 
if I were him, I'd play the field as long as possible. I'd straggle those lines. I'd deviate, block, do jab, bop, bop, bop. I would do whatever football, basketball, sports move I needed to do to avoid having to obviously declare my alliance. Especially, well, specifically with Alyssa, but in general, because they are not hide, they are not good at hiding it. They're all like, I just nobody thinks that they're not going to hook up. I'm not even sure what they're waiting on at this point. I just think that everybody needs to understand that because there is a situationship, that automatically means that Kyle can't be trusted. So that's why I'm saying it doesn't matter because now that Kyle has decided where he wants to put his paintbrush, we have to assume that he's going to be over there. All right. So I know that you mentioned this a little earlier, but how do you feel about Michael winning this week's HOH? I actually like Michael winning the HOH because... Instead of Taylor? Yes. And here's why. Before they had officially decided on who they were going to go with, they had a conversation. First, it was Brittany, Michael, and Taylor. And then it was all of the leftovers. And they were talking about how Brittany and Michael weren't safe because they were two leftover alliance. I think Michael winning HOH is perfect because what it means is that he can prioritize his game. Well, he and Brittany can prioritize their game, I should say, because they weren't able to do that before. And I don't necessarily know what's going to happen because there still is Alyssa because they were talking about how Alyssa's a threat. Daniel's an obvious threat. Monty's a threat. You know what I mean? And at this point, Kyle's kind of a threat too because nobody knows where Kyle can go. So it's one of those things where it's not ideal to have a leftover win HOH, but of all the leftovers, I think this one at least gives us a chance to see some good gameplay. I was upset that Daniel didn't win. Like I said, I'm tired of the majority winning. I want to see drama. I wanted to see a comeback, even though it's someone I'm, I don't necessarily like, but it would have been fun to see kind of a power trip and him more crying tears of emotion. It would, but the thing is, is that he would have then been trying to target Taylor to get at Monty at this point. So it's like, I, or he would try to use Taylor as a way to get to Monty. One of the two. So at this point, I want to see Daniel have to do something he's not able really easily to do, which is fall in line and play the game by himself to see what he's actually made of. Because he's one of the people who's been coasting off of the majority. It sucks that his little side alliance wasn't able to thrive, but now that the exterminator's been called, there's only one rat left. So either he needs to fall in line and figure out what new situation is going to work or crumble. Either way, well, there has been an alliance called the Exterminator, so there's that. In this season? No, in past seasons. Oh, okay. Okay. You mentioned Daniel's a threat, but is he a threat to Michael's game? He could be. Okay. But is he? Who's to say? Who's to say? He just lost his... He did. He just lost his best friend. But at the same time, he's still in the house. It's not over until it's over. They haven't... There's nobody up on the block yet. Like, we don't know yet. So that's why I'm like, who's to say? We don't know. I don't... Do I think that right now Daniel is the threat to Michael's game? Maybe. Because right after, Daniel starts talking about how Monty is going to... Monty and Daniel are going to be the final two. You mean... Monty and Michael, not Monty and Daniel. No, I was saying Daniel was saying how Monty and Michael, yeah, Monty and Michael are going to be the final two, yeah. 
Okay, you said Monty and Daniel and how they were going to be in the final two. That's okay. Lord. I just Lord. Wanted, I just wanted to make sure. I no, was no, no. I think it is possible because why would you single out Michael other than the fact that he's won HOH? Mm-hmm. Michael has consistently won vetoes. He saved himself. At this point, Daniel could be targeting him. As far as somebody, because it's not like he doesn't know Michael wasn't involved. It was nine to one. Mm-hmm. Who's to say? Well, I can tell you he's not. And Mike, Michael is smart. Then why don't you just say that? Who's to say? It's a yes or no. I don't want this wish wash. That sounds like floater talk, Jasmine. You're sounding like a floater to me, and I would want to get you out of this game. I want, I want straight answers. Okay, well. Straight yes or no answers. And this one is a clear no. He is not a threat. He is another easy shield for Michael because the fact that he has won three power vetoes and now an HOH is clearly showing he is a target to these house guests that he needs to go. I agree. Even though Monty has won one, he hasn't won a power. One veto. Yeah, he hasn't won a power veto at all. has not won a power veto at all. Only Michael has shown how much of a game player he is both socially and as a competitor, which only proves to Daniel that, hey, I know you've been winning competitions. I won a competition. And technically, yes, he did win a POV too. But it was technically Kyle that had won it. That's kind of my point when I keep saying he's talking about play for yourselves now. It's like, dude, you haven't won anything really by yourself. Get over it. You won head of house. That was week week one, baby. And it was a wasted effort. So at the end of the day, don't be salty beans. I'm just saying he's not a threat. Did Taylor really pair with Alyssa and Indy to earn trust? Or was it because she was in the Leftover Alliance and wanted to ensure that she was a part of a pair that didn't have one yet? I think it's both. Okay. Yeah. I think it's a long game and a short game. I think the long, I think the short game is making sure that she didn't go into a pairing with another Leftover. But then I also think that it's a, a matter of her trying to make them think that she can trust or that they can trust her. So that way, she has a little bit of in in the house. Meanwhile, I I don't think it's going to happen. Indy seems really determined to stay. And I think the reason why is because Indy's not used to having to be the only, or yeah, she's not used to having to share the light, essentially. It doesn't surprise me that she now has an issue and is sticking to the issue because there's no other reason for Taylor to be hated by Indy as much as she is other than that. So So what should Indy and Alyssa expect from Taylor then? Deception. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Taylor has been playing this game as much as I would as possible, I guess. My tactic would be... Flow. No, it would be... Tell the truth as much as possible and do what you have to do. And I feel like that's pretty much Taylor's. I mean, I feel like she's been really vague about some things that have been misinterpreted very easily. But also on top of that, I feel like, yeah, that initial she's too pretty. She got to go that. Yeah. So I think I would probably I'd probably be in the same spot where I would be honest and cordial. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. (laughs) I don't know what they could expect because I don't know what they're giving on the live feeds. Well, you say sometimes reality TV is scripted. (laughs) So I want to know what kind of script would you be doing if 
you could plot what was happening. When I say scripted, I mean it's plotted. I mean it's directed. All right. So I then what would you direct and plot <laughs> for Alyssa and Indy to expect with Taylor? Well, I would... Okay, so I will say what I expect them to talk about is the romantical things only because I feel like Alyssa's one of those people. First off, Alyssa's head's not in the game. So she's going to talk about her and Kyle. It's going to happen. It's going to happen because she ain't got nobody else to kiki with. Okay. I think Alyssa's going to be like, you know, I just love love him. And then I think that Taylor is then going to bring that back. I think Taylor being who she is, is probably going to say something about having a crush on Joseph or something like that. And then I think Indy is going to, like, I think Indy is going to extinguish her own fire. And I think that if that happens, that it's going to be some kind of whatever, and it's going to be harmless. So that's what I'm anticipating. But at the same time, when they're in their bedrooms and that sort of thing, producers aren't talking to them. We now get into the segment where the producers really took some time, especially from last week, because this isn't in real time where we saw the scooter again. And the controversy of, did Kyle touch Jasmine's foot? Yo, first off, I'm tired of her. (laughs) I am so tired of her. Her and this foot, okay? This is why I keep saying I want somebody to trip her. Because the thing is, is this is why I'm irritated about her wearing that boot during the... Girl, if you was going to put on the boot, why'd you even come? No, the medics told her to wear it. But that's what I'm saying. If you have to be in the boot, why did you come? You could have sat down and been like, okay, so the likelihood of me being able to do any of this in any kind of time that makes sense is foolish. So we're just going to say- I've ran in a boot. Have you done it over a balance beam? Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> the point is, is that, well, you know, she wasn't going to do it. That's the point. You know, she wasn't running in nothing. Okay. Period. Okay. Well, this comes up later on, but first. But also, hold on, hold on. Do I think he touched her foot? No, not at all. Because you see her and lift the tapes, up her, no. And the tape, you saw the tape? You yeah. rewatched the tape? <laughs> like you see her lift up her foot. It didn't happen. And I, I'm just happy that somebody else was there to be like, mm, but did it really? But did you really? Yeah. Are you sure? Her bestie bestie. Turner you think that's what happened? Okay, baby. I here's the thing. I know you don't like Turner, but I I don't like Turner, but I'm entertained now by him because now that he's done with this anti-Taylor hate, and now that he is in a position where he's trapped with Jasmine, he's saying all the things that I want to say. <laughs> he's saying all of the things. Yes, she's a the voice. The accent, the foot, the hopping, the every, all of it, all of it. Hmm. It's all team too much. So it will come back later. But first, Joseph and Monty are thinking that they should volunteer themselves for nominations. Is that a smart move? I can't wait to see which one of them goes home as a result of it because like they say, pawns go home. So I don't know if it's a smart move. I know they have Terrence as a shield, but at the same time, volunteering yourself as tribute, come on, dude. Like you put yourself up on the block and then whoever wins veto, let's say, then they they keep it the same. You guys think that they're not gonna keep Terrence? 
Like that's the part that kind of kills me. They think that people aren't going to keep Terrence. Terrence is an ideal person to keep because he's a floater. For you, maybe. I want to compete with the best. I would want to then take out a floater. I'd rather compete with the best. Yeah, but also who's to say that Monty's the best? He's only won HOH once. Joseph hasn't won anything. Who's to say that they're the best? You haven't seen the wall comp yet. You haven't seen the endurance comps yet. That is going to be something where yeah, they but will excel in. Yes, yes, but that's what I'm saying. Yes, but that's also what I'm saying. There are other people in this house who are also weak, who've also been counted out, who also can't do endurance things. There's more people who can't handle endurance things than there are people who can. And that's why I want Terrence to go. And that's why I feel like Terrence, I be vo- I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, but... You want the easy and, and, and way. Is, you want the easy way no, of getting because, to the finale no, versus here's the me. Thing. I want difficult. No, no, but the thing is, is that it's trash that someone who cannot physically endure should not be able to then win. You see what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, if everybody is at a point where... So let's say it's Terrence, Brittany, Indy, Alyssa, and Jasmine, Okay. Five people out of how many other people, like there are more people who probably cannot do the endurance and do the whatevers. So it makes the most sense for them to start really taking a good look. That's the minority. The majority is the people that can actually do it. Who? How many people are there that can actually do it? Well, you mentioned five. If the vote was not 10 Nine votes, if it was 10 votes right. from last week. Uh-huh. So is that 12 people who are left? Mm-hmm. Okay. So then two people won't be able to compete. Mm-hmm. because yeah so, so again there's a majority of people that can't actually compete they're not the minority but what i'm saying is is that based on who doesn't have an alliance the only alliance is the leftovers that we know of that's in the edit they are the majority alliance right now mm-hmm. so what i'm saying is is that there are more of them michael right now is a power player, mm-hmm. which means that at the end of the day, his best bet is to make it so that way there are not a lot of physically capable people. Of course. Right. So the game plan would be Monty or Joseph have to go. Yeah. So they're stupid. I think I think it's stupid to volunteer. And this is another bravado thing. We're, let's volunteer because, you know, if it comes down to a physical thing, it'll be fine. An endurance thing, it'll be fine. I. It's like they don't remember that they've been in comps that they lost since they've been a trio. So what is the worst case scenario for Joseph and Monty if the nominations stay the same? That, well, there's three of them. So what it means is, is that they have to get the most of the least. So it means that there are people who can, one of them can easily be voted out by a matter of a vote. If it is, what, 10 people? What did we say? How many people are voting? Nine? Nine people? Are there nine people voting this time? Well, technically it'd be eight now because there's three people up for an eviction. Right. Okay, so eight people can vote. Who's the... Michael Michael would be the... Yeah, Michael would be the tiebreaker. So why wouldn't it be Monty? Why wouldn't it be Joseph? Then Michael could easily say, well, I had to, otherwise they were going to know that then I was part of the alliance. If it really boiled down to being needing to break a tie. Well, we'll just have to wait and see then. Exactly. More airtime for Jasmine. Are you enjoying this airtime of Jasmine getting extra time? <sighs> I enjoyed forgetting about her. <laughs> well, you can't forget about her because she intentionally, especially during the live feeds, wanted to make a big deal of muffins. So we've got Muffin Gate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you Muffin feel about Gate. Muffin Gate? 
it reminds me of that scene from Barbershop when Eve busts in talking about who drank my apple juice, giving Claudia from Interview with the Vampire, which one of you did it? Like it's, it, it was giving more by leaps and bounds than it needed to give, okay? <laughs> there was another muffin in the bag. There was a whole other muffin. And if you look at it, you can see that someone took a utensil. So it's not even like somebody bit have a, girl, sit down. <laughs> Girl, but you know, sit just down. being in the house, she wanted to have some comfort food. And she had that. There was a whole full muffin and a half. So were you surprised you ate the muffin? <laughs> was I surprised? No. No. Because we you and I talked about how we thought we had seen some things in him that made him easy, 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 easy to peg as somebody who's quick to emotion, quick to temper, quick to action and uh, petty. So no, but I love that he, I love that he copped to it. And I love that not only did they air him stealing, (laughs) not only did they air him stealing the muffin, but that he also then went into the diary room and confessed, like did not care. So what do you think will happen if and when Jasmine finds out, will there be a fight of the season between Jasmine and Turner? I think that by the time Jasmine finds out about the muffin, because I think at this point, I'm sure she's, hopefully she's over it. Then I think that it will be forgotten if it is brought up while they're still in the house. I think it'll be like, okay, you were getting at my nerves. I'm sorry. Like I was just being mean, but spoiler, you know, whatever. this prank continues. So we'll see if more... Wait, what do you mean it can wait, what do you mean it continues? Like more muffins disappear or something else disappears? Just have to wait and see. Oh my goodness. As you mentioned earlier, the leftover alliance meets up in the HOH room, except for Joseph, but that's okay. Except for Joseph. That yes. what should the game plan be? And Turner volunteers himself to be a pawn. Was that smart? Bless him. Pawns go home. So But his festy besties Jasmine. So that's true. That's very true. I mean, and at this point, Michael is HOH, so she has been a problem. Mm-hmm. She has been a problem. I would love to see it. I, sh- I think she should go home too. <laughs> I think she should go home too. Do it. Do it. One thing I did notice, Kyle doesn't say anything. Why doesn't he nominate himself right? to go up and and also say that, hey, he'll throw the POV to ensure Daniel goes home. Why doesn't he mention any of that? Because he knows better. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. There's this ongoing situation with Kyle and what he's viewing as a real threat right now. And Kyle does not want to be the only, he doesn't want to be the odd man out. Wow. I'm not a fan of Kyle. I don't like Kyle. He's he's, he's shady and he's shysty. I'm telling you, that frat boy. Well, hopefully they show the edit of what I'm talking about and what you've seen it, the live feeds maybe, yes. that they show yeah. what he's done because Kyle, yes. Kyle is Kyle not a, is... is not a good person no. in my eyes, yeah. just like Turner still isn't, no. even though you enjoy his comedic relief. Uh, yeah, I enjoy the way he's being edited, I do. And as far as Kyle goes, yeah, I'm not, yeah. I knew I knew Kyle couldn't be trusted because of how he played Alyssa. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I knew that frat boy Kyle was going to be Kyle. Yeah. And it's sad to see. 
in real time. But at the same time, we've been watching this kind of rhetoric this whole game, so it's not new. Meanwhile, <sighs> his showmance is still continuing. How are you feeling about that? Boo. <laughs> That's it? Just boo? Send Wilma and Fred home. Send him home. And meanwhile, they couldn't even have a moment in the pantry. For then, Jasmine barges in asking about the muffins. Which I appreciate. I really <laughs> you do. Oh, you don't you actually appreciated you don't the extra airtime of Jasmine being yeah. like, did y'all eat my muffins? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, being a nuisance to Kyle and Alyssa. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because they don't, they don't need time by themselves. Because the thing is, is the more time you have by yourself, the more time you have to plot. These two are a problem. And now that, and, and here's what we're going to see. We're going to see Alyssa and Kyle play the ultimate social blonde hair, blue eyed game of being everybody's friend. They ain't my friend. And because you notice how Kyle was like, oh, yeah, because then Daniel gets to do the dirty work. And then I don't have to do I don't have to worry about going up against my alliance or having to blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, but at the same time, you also have been lied. You, you lied to this girl. And now you realize that now that the numbers are dwindling, people are starting to link up and Alyssa has been pushing hard. And so now all of a sudden you're not just interested. You're like getting emotionally invested allegedly. So no, I'm, I, they're a problem, honestly. (laughs) And after this week, they need to address that Alyssa and Kyle problem, period. Well, we'll just have to... And if I were them, Alyssa, it'd be Alyssa. Uh, Alyssa, Alyssa over Kyle. So you want to get more females out than the males. Solid point. Kyle's got to go. I don't care if you change it. Kyle's got to go. <laughs> Kyle got, got, got to go. Oh okay? my gosh. You are talking such a floater. Barney, Barney and Betty got to go. All right. Well, now we see in the HOH room, Michael chatting with Brittany. And possibly considering Mm -hmm. keeping Daniel safe for the week. Mm -hmm. Thoughts on that? Listen, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. He is HOH, so he has the ability, he has the right to choose his own game and put it above everybody else's. What you should do, especially at this point, because you already have two, you have the two biggest manipulators out of the house. Daniel is, is scrounging for scraps right now. So it makes the most sense for you to focus on your game versus you know the alliance's game so i think it's a i think it's a smart play to figure out who michael's actual adversary if you will is all right so do you think we're now seeing lawyer michael play the game we've been seeing lawyer michael enter the chat okay lawyer michael has been here for a while okay i think if nothing else I may not like Michael as a person, but I would hire him <laughs> based on some of the decisions that he's made, based on the way that he's managed to save himself. And depending on what kind of law he practices, I would consider hiring him because what he's shown me is that he's flexible, he's vigilant, he's social, he understands social cues. He also is aware of how he presents himself. He's honestly, of everyone, I will say Michael has played this game the best with regard to tact. I, I'll say tactically, 
because initially he came on very aggressive and I think that was going that was going to make him a target very very quickly and so I think he peeped that real quick and he backed off and unfortunately that was when he was seen more as a you know a drifter or a second thought and it wasn't until he became part of the leftovers where the people in the house really started to see that you know he was a real you know, competitor, but even still having Kyle not even like give Daniel any kind of pushback as far as using the power of veto with Nicole and Taylor putting them on the block. It's, it's tough. Should Michael and Brittany make a move, a big move to get rid of some of the leftovers this week? I mean, now's as good a time as any. Well, if not now, then when? So were you surprised with the nominations of putting up Monty, Joseph, and Taryn? Not at all. So what did you think about his speech? I, I was just excited to see that it happened. I mean, Michael doing his thing. Right. doing his thing. Well, we now know who's up for eviction, and we will now know, mm-hmm. well, we now know that the upcoming veto competition is OTEV. Do you know anything about OTEV? Mm-mm. It's veto spelled backwards. Oh. <laughs> also, it's a character oh. that is a Big Brother staple and usually involves a slip and slide ramp that they have to go up on and it's kind of like a musical chairs where they have to get specific pieces or answers from somewhere around the backyard that's that got set up and then climb up that ramp of the slip and slide to be able to stay safe to hopefully win the power of veto wow wow that's a lot okay so just expect that okay uh expect the unexpected so with that in mind okay who do you think will win the power veto? Will it be Ooh. Michael or Brittany or one of the nominated house guests of Terrence, Monty, and Joseph? Or will it be a festy bestie pair or group? That's a tough one. Well, okay, I'll say out of the five people we know that are going to mm-hmm. compete, I think Michael, Monty, and Joseph are the ones who stand the best chance of winning the power of veto based on the slip and slide physical element. I feel especially specifically Michael, okay? Because if you look at Michael, he's tall, mm-hmm. but he's also long and mm-hmm. kind of lanky. And I feel like puberty kind of prepared him for this. The uneasiness of growing into your height and into your body, into your limbs. So I feel like having to deal with the slip and slide, whatever else, which also is probably why he was able to do the balance beam thing. So yeah, I'm thinking Michael might win it. Okay. And also a fun little fact, most people who win the OTEV competition Mm -hmm. don't go on to win the game. There's only been one. Oh, There's only been one person that actually break that curse. But statistically, if you were being Michael, winning OTEV, would not be a good opportunity yeah you're not wrong and you know who if that curse is still there you know who i want to win otev terrence turner terrence okay let's magically have dad win this especially try and climb up a ramp which you know he's gonna flop so i just want to see somehow he wins this and you know he would use it to take themselves off the block which would mean michael would then put the backdoor situation of daniel up and finally have kyle feel the hot seat which i 
am all for. I'm all for, and I think 110%, Kyle needs to feel that chair. That's the other thing. Him and Alyssa, I know Alyssa didn't like how it felt, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, it took you too long to get there. That's the first thing. The second thing is- She didn't even last after veto. The, it, she got off. She didn't exactly, feel the live Exactly, that's what show. I'm saying. Exactly. So that's why I'm just like, uh, Kyle needs to feel something because nope. I feel like he not doing, um, he not doing it for me. So if Michael wins, do you think he would put up Kyle and Daniel as well then? Yes. And I, I think that in the conversation he had with Daniel, he made that clear. And so Daniel has a lot to prove going into this next competition because he needs if to he win gets it. Selected. If he gets selected. Yes, if he gets selected. It's it's only you can prevent forest fire. You have to go out there and do it like it's your B-Day. Final thoughts of this episode. I think thus far this show this game it looks really fun but i feel like more live feed footage should be in the episode like it really is not giving enough of the what i'm you know what i'm saying you know as a general that's my general final thought as far as what i'm noticing what i'm feeling is a pattern as far as the episode specifically i love that taylor was not the target of daniel's rage and aggression i also love that she just sat there and ate her food because that's what everybody else did but she was getting yelled at and cussed out Okay, everybody sat, they sat there and they let it happen. So I am absolutely glad that she sat there and she let those people go ahead and do what it was that they needed to do. I love the fact that, <clears throat> I love the fact that Daniel had the, at least audacity to call Monty out. I know it was an emotional play. I know that it was potentially a stupid thing because it put a target on his back. However, comma, I love the fact that there was no control because there has been way too much much control for this person in this game and it's gotta stop and before I see him with any kind of power again I need him to be humbled just a little bit more like if he's gonna stay that's fine or if he's gonna come back as jury that's fine or whatever but I just need him to have some humble pie before he does because he walked into this like, talking to, thinking that he's the only person who was playing the game he walked into it with everybody being pawns in his mind and now he's at a point where he realizes he was playing checkers and now they're all playing chess. I'm excited to see the next episode to see how this goes. Cool. And I look forward to it as well. If you like this episode and any of our other episodes, please like, share, subscribe, and rate our podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram at Reality Revelation Podcast, or on Twitter at Reality Rev Pod, or TikTok, Reality Revelations Pod. You can also follow us on our own socials. You can follow me at Jasmine Lachey on Instagram. And who is Mark Drum on all the socials. This is the end for now. Come back and tune in to our next episode of Reality Revelations, where we discuss our revelations of reality TV. Specifically, Big Brother. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>